Hey guys, we're back with part two of a podcast with Warren Matthews. Did one the other day and we went through Warren's experience with extensive valve disease and calcification. So Warren is the founder of Extend Life, a nutraceutical manufacturing business. Uh, it's in New Zealand, but it ships 97% of product all over the world. So it's manufacture and vertical shipping everywhere. And he set up that company around 20 plus years ago because he wanted to add around 20 years to his health span. That was his intention. But he got caught out because no doctor ever talked to him about calcification. So for all of his healthy living, he ended up with a calcification issue and had to get an operation. So anyway, just before we go back to Warren and talk about the formulation he developed over 2020 to address the arterial and valve problems, uh, I'm just going to go through a pulse wave analysis set of data that Warren and his son Kirk got during 2020 since his operation. And he's made a lot of progress, so I think you'll be interested to see the data. I did a little graph of it. So I'm just going to go through that now first. So let's take a look at these results that Warren and Kirk, his son, got on the pulse wave analysis, which again is FDA approved and a very acceptable reflection of arterial age. So we have the ages here. We'll note that Warren was 72 when he got his first test in January 2020. And his son Kirk was 42 who got the test concurrently. So how did Warren do? Well, he came in at an arterial age of 56. Now, presumably, one would expect back here when he had massive calcification and his valve had to be replaced, he wouldn't be coming in with an arterial age that good. But this was after six months or so of, you know, reducing the bread and perhaps fewer meals. Uh, he had been living healthily for decades in his own mind, no processed food and junk, but really cutting out the bread and carbohydrates would have been important. Uh, and of course, he was taking for over six months the formulation that we'll talk about later in this podcast. Kirk's son at 42 came in at an arterial age of 73. Now, Kirk is not overly healthy or healthy lifestyle, to say the very least. Um, but this was a bit of a wake up call for him. So it was great that he got that result to um, maybe pay some attention to his health. So he began to take the formulation too, understandably. So what happened Warren when he got his new test, the next test, December 2020? Well, essentially he'd fallen again and a very unusual uh, 40 years old arterial age, which is very remarkable for someone of 73, especially with a history uh, of uh, severe heart disease. So that was excellent and Warren was obviously very happy. So how did Kirk do? He was the one with the wake up call. Well, six months later in June, he got another PWA test and he had been taking the formulation and trying to be better with the uh, lifestyle and diet. And he did very well. He was down to an arterial age of 42, which is actually his real age. So I guess that's a major success also. So anyway, there are the results from the PWA. It's N equals two. Um, I think this will be a fascinating area to look into going forward. But we'll proceed to Warren now and talk about this formulation of his. It's eight components backed up by quite a lot of science. And I vetted many of them uh, and the suppliers. So let's talk to Warren about what they are and give you details on how you can go and source your own, uh, any or all of the eight, uh, or indeed take advantage of uh, Warren's formulation itself. 
But just before we go to Warren, I'll just give one extra clip from the previous podcast. And I'm showing on the screen now, you can see Warren at the age of 70. So he was sailing solo his boat across to Asia. And uh, you can see he's in pretty good shape. But then a year later, he's flattened his back in the ICU, as you can see now. And he got the surgeon to actually take photos with his phone of the actual procedure, which is kind of interesting too. But such a massive transformation. And uh, that's the kind of thing that can happen when you're focused on health and you think you're tracking all the stuff and the blood markers, uh, but you're not aware of calcification and you're not quite as aware of insulin and other factors as you perhaps should be. So everyone gets caught out. But anyway, with that, Warren, we're back again and we're going to go through this formulation that was a chunky part of that graph I showed back there, most likely. Yes, looking forward to doing that, Ivan. Yeah, absolutely. And we might just start. I mean, it's CX-8. You put a lot of work into it. I vetted the suppliers and had a good look over everything, too. But what was the first? Maybe start with the vitamin D, because that's a classic everyone will recognize. And hard to imagine a combination formula for heart health and general health that doesn't include at least a little bit of D, right? Yes, I, you know, D is a somewhat underrated um, vitamin, and it's certainly beneficial to have it there and uh, instead of using the normal vitamin D we actually use a form you know, from lichen so it's actually a, a vegetable based but um, we put in a thousand IUs which is okay but one thing I should say about vitamin D to everybody you know watching is that you can't get enough if it's from natural sources now I certainly don't rely on you know, supplements from my vitamin D I get out in the sunshine and people should do exactly the opposite which is recommended and saying you shouldn't get uh, in the sunshine between uh, you know 10 and uh, you know 2 o'clock on the day in the summertime in actual fact I try to make a point around midday each day of getting out in the sun and exposing as much of the self as I can and without sunscreen I don't actually use sunscreen and uh, at the present time there's a major major deficiency in vitamin D and so in addition to taking any supplements I'd urge everybody to get out in the sunshine as much as possible don't get burnt just get to the point where you start getting a little bit pink and then you know stop it but do it without you know, sunscreen yeah I'm absolutely in agreement there I'm a big uh, sunshine for health person since 2013 and uh, yeah I'd agree the only rule is, and it will vary hugely on your skin type, is don't burn. So get as much healthy sun as you can without any burning. And uh, that's the guideline. Very simple. So vitamin D is in there at a reasonable amount. But of course, everything you said, get the sun, get out there. Uh, the next one, I just going from memory, otoco trienols. Now, this is one I was not familiar with at all, and I had to do a lot of work to research it. And I had the benefit, of course, with your supplier, uh, Dr. Barry Tan. And uh, we'll connect all this data down below in the description box. Uh, he has a book and a white paper. It's all free. Enormous research on these, and I was shocked I wasn't aware of them. But maybe just a few words on your own thoughts on taco trienols. This, this is an interesting one because you know, most people know that you know, vitamin E is supposedly good for overall health and heart health. And 
We also know that there's two main components to vitamin E. One is tocopherols, which is the normal uh, vitamin E which you get in most supplements, and uh, the other is, in fact, tocotrienols. Now, we were aware of tocotrienols almost 20 years ago and started using them at that point from palm oil, uh, which was a mix of tocotrienols and tocopherols. But what I was unaware of until, you know, coming across uh, Dr. Barry Tam uh, and the research he'd done on tocotrienols is that it's the tocotrienols that actually really give the benefits and of course it's not widely used because it's much much more expensive than the alpha tocopherols but what's interesting is if in fact you have too many tocopherols you know that it actually will offset the benefits of tocotrienols and uh, so we found as part of the research that the only uh, form of tocotrienols which is Basically, pure tocotrienols is made from the anatto you know, bean, and uh, that's what um, the research uh, you know, ended up being around and which we used in this uh, formula. And it's got some incredible benefits. And uh, that uh, white paper that uh, is on the website that you just uh, mentioned you know, really explains a, a lot of things which uh, will be an eye-opener for most people. And of course, uh, Barry's book is well worth reading. It's entertaining. It's easy to read. So that had to be a must to go into the formula. Yep, excellent. And Barry, I must say, a lovely gentleman, multiple PhD, medical doctor, a medical director, and he's been 20 years almost, I think, on this whole area, amongst others. So uh, very interesting indeed, and the resources will be there below for people to look themselves. Uh, vitamin K2 MK7. Here's one I was more familiar with, but I was delighted to speak to the supplier, uh, Dr. Hogne Vick, and we had a great conversation and that'll also be linked so people can look themselves with that conversation and uh, again medical doctor phd and uh, extraordinary decade of research on this so what are your thoughts on the mk7 that's an interesting one because as you say it's quite well known that the mk7 is a very very good form of vitamin k2 for you know cardiovascular health there's many, many manufacturers of MK7 throughout the world. And it was interesting that uh, a couple of years ago, as part of the research uh, which I was doing in preparation for this formula, I looked at all the various suppliers of MK7 throughout the world. There's a lot which have been produced in China, which we essentially discounted uh, and didn't go further with, and also found that the the two you know, main manufacturers are actually in Norway, ironically enough. And so I spoke to the, um, uh, some of the chief scientists of both companies, and including Dr. Hogner, and uh, there was no doubt that the MiniQ7 form, you know, which is from uh, Pharma, um, uh, what do they call them? <laughs> uh, in Norway, the, the company that uh, Dr. Hogner is involved in, uh, was without doubt the best form because they were doing a microencapsulation, you know, which made it more bioavailable, and all the clinical data, you know, was done by that company. Now, a lot of the other manufacturers actually piggyback on that uh, uh, data, even though they have a different uh, you know, product, and there are differences with the form of delivery. Now, ironically enough, the uh, Mini Q7 was the most expensive of the lot, but 
as I think I've mentioned in a previous time, that you know, cost wasn't the issue uh, for here because this was primarily driven by my own needs. And uh, like we've done with all uh, our products, don't make any compromise. We want the best. And so that's how we ended up with the Mini Q7. Yeah, very good. And K2, as I mentioned, a huge following. But the subtleties between MK4, MK7, other variants, and certainly the quality, that's something I did learn from you. I knew there was probably a lot of questionable activities, maybe in the supplement business, but I didn't realize they'd even done studies taking a whole range of K2s, I think it was, and finding 50% or more did not actually deliver the milligrams labeled on the bottle because they were degraded uh, you know, even when the packages were opened. So I think that micro encapsulation and other aspects done by the best suppliers could make a huge difference. Yes, indeed it does. So I'm trying to go from memory now, I remember, oh, Tina, Dr. Tina, yeah, had a great conversation with her. The cardio media, the Omega 7, isn't that the other component? Yeah, that, that, now that's an interesting one. I, I met um, you know, Tina in Geneva and uh, they had developed some, her company which she's involved with, which is started by her father, is um, based primarily around the development of uh, specialized ingredients extracted from the sea buckthorn berry, which is grown wild on the Tibetan plateau you know, by the Himalayas uh, at 15,000 feet. And what they've found is they've been able to extract out of the sea berry a um, omega-7. Now, of course, we're all familiar with uh, omega-6, and um, uh, which we shouldn't have too much of, of course, and omega-3s. But omega-7, interesting research coming out about that insofar as you know, the benefits for cardiovascular health. And uh, as you'll recollect, uh, you interviewed uh, Dr. Tina, and that's a, an interesting um, uh, interview and also there's a, a paper which is once again on the website which outlines some of the benefits uh, of it from a cardiovascular point of view it's actually pretty special and uh, at this stage it's just not widely available and in fact I'm not aware of uh, anybody else uh, who's using that in uh, a formula of the present time I'm sure it can be sourced you know somewhere uh, but uh, it's got some very very good uh, yeah, properties which uh, are too numerous for me to try and list out here, but yeah, refer to the paper on it. Yeah, exactly. We link everything because, of course, people can go and check these things out themselves, source themselves. Uh, that's what it's all about, giving the information. Uh, I remember Omega 7 I came across actually as a poor metabolic marker uh, because it can, when high, be a marker of metabolic syndrome and inflammatory issues. But the interesting thing is, the mechanism may be that the body creates it as an anti-diabetic signaling molecule. So it does appear from the research that actually taking it uh, exogenously uh, can have a beneficial effect, as you mentioned. So we'll, we'll link all that data, but very, very good stuff. So Cyanthox. Well, actually, one of the key points which I hadn't mentioned on the cardiomedia is in fact its ability to help with metabolic syndrome and uh, uh, that's a it is, is another key influencing factor why we used it yep well that's it does tie very much into the metabolic milieu uh, that would certainly be the case so uh, just thinking about dr tina now and again interestingly 
Tina is a full medical doctor who did her medical degree in Ireland, which is an interesting small world. But her father is also a full medical doctor who worked in pharmaceutical and then went more into nutraceutical. So what I really liked about these suppliers is full MDs, PhDs, you're not just dealing with business people, which is great. Uh, Cyanthox is the other component that's in CX-8, uh, and that also links back to Tina and her father's operations. Most people have heard of pycnogenol, yeah, which is a, an excellent ingredient from the uh, you know, maritime uh, pine bark. But the Cyanthox is actually a lot more powerful than pycnogenol, ironically enough. And the reason that uh, we got interested in that, it's also got some very good properties from a cell regeneration point of view. There's even studies they've done which helps, shows how it helps stimulate uh, stem cell growth, which of course is all important uh, when it comes to uh, cardiovascular health. So not only from a cardiovascular point of view, it has a lot of other you know, good factors in uh, the um, uh, overall general health and interesting enough, in immunity you know it's um i could tell you some stories about that but it's uh, out off subject of the present time but it is extremely positive so uh, it's a very important ingredient and we've got a uh, a good amount in there now i should also mention that what we did in the um uh, in the formula of the cx8 is ensured that the amount that we used of each of these special ingredients were in line with the clinical studies you know, that have given the results. And one of the things which is quite common is to use an ingredient uh, which has got good clinical data, uh, but they companies put less of it in and, and then sort of piggyback on the clinical data. But in every case here, for example, with the uh, MK7, we use 180 micrograms. You know, with the cardiomedia, we use the same as what was done in the clinical trial. Same thing with the Sinothox. All this stuff is you know, really important and is something that is often overlooked. But the Cytothox is uh, it's a pretty unique um, ingredient. Yep. Now, not so commonly available, though, again, people can go and source themselves, but uh, it's not yet established and it's early data. So be interesting to see how that one goes. Um, I'm trying to go from, oh, rutin is a more kind of classic, long-term established kind of antioxidant uh, type comp compound. I didn't go in too deep into that because it's so established, uh, but you added it in regardless. Yes, well, it's, um, rutin has been around for a long time. It's a flavonoid and it's got a lot of very good properties. Uh, it is you know, quite an inexpensive um, you know, ingredient as a, compared to the, the others. And uh, there are some benefits with it from a, a point of view of helping just blood cells in general. So it was logical to include some in it. Whereas natto kinase, and this is one I wasn't too familiar with at all. I was familiar with natto and the MK7 and MK4 connection, but natto kinase as an enzyme, I wasn't. So I went digging. I found an extraordinary white paper from Japan on all of the trials, the benefits and the data. And I'll link that below, actually, because it's a one-stop shop I found from all the papers I got. This one was so comprehensive. So maybe your uh, kind of thoughts on natto kinase. Yes, we've been using natto kinase in our total balance for you know, many years uh, and was aware of the you know, very good properties that it has. Uh, but um, 
uh, as with uh, a lot of the, um, for example, in the total balance, which we uh, use in Avicanase, uh, it's um, not a specialized cardiovascular you know, product, and it um, uh, needs to be a higher dose to really do its job to spring clean. Now, what's interesting is that although that when I had the open heart surgery, uh, I also had a because they had my chest open, they decided they would do a single bypass because one artery I had you know, was um, around up to 70%. You know, got a, a bit of a blockage uh, in there. And whereas it would not warrant doing uh, a single procedure, the fact that they already had my chest open, they figured, oh, well, it makes sense to actually uh, do it at that uh, do it as well, so I did. But overall, my arteries were, you know, not too bad, a, not too bad a shape. And I put this down to a large extent on the uh, natokinase, which was incorporated in our other product, uh, Total Balance. But what we've done in the CX8 is increase the dose substantially. And the interesting thing is that it's a bit like um, uh, spring cleaning, you know, your arteries, you know, and. Uh, uh, but you've got to have a decent size dose you know, of it. And we use a, an ingredient called Natazymes, uh, which is manufactured in the US, and uh, it is basically natokinase, but natokinase uh, is, uh, itself is not permitted in the US, although a number of companies uh, do use it. Uh, that's because of the method of uh, manufacture, but the way that uh, the Natazymes uh, is manufactured, is approved by the uh, FDA and it has the same efficacy. Uh, so excellent uh, ingredient and uh, you know, the formula would not be anywhere near as good without it. Yeah, well, the white paper I have there, as I say, it's very extensive with masses of references so people can read up to date themselves and, uh, and kind of get educated on some of these things. And before we go to the last one, I'm kind of, I find it interesting that everyone pretty much accepts pharmaceuticals which are essentially copies of things found in nature like statin is uh, leveraged off a mold i think or some kind of mushroom mold and what they do is they basically take nature's beneficial molecules they have to recreate them in the laboratory setting to make them patentable so they're profitable uh, and then they go out and everyone swears by them uh, whereas generally people kind of say nutraceuticals and supplements are somehow like, you know, the, the poor cousin. Uh, but the reality is, if the data is there, they can in many ways be, be more beneficial, you know, for chronic disease and people with issues. Uh, people who are healthy and who eat really well may never need any medications of any sort. But it's just an interesting point, the negativity. And I think some of it emanates from the pharmaceutical industry. I'm sure they've got, like we had in corporate, we had competitive intelligence teams who worked legally, in fairness, uh, to just undermine competitors in many ways. Uh, so I'd say there's a bit of that going on. Well, actual fact, Ivor, I think there's more than a little bit. Uh, I remember, it must have been about 15 years ago, um, there was an organisation in the UK, you know, a natural products organisation, and they found out that uh, a consortium of pharmaceutical companies you know, was employing several PR firms, and they was at that time spending £15 million a year to do nothing else 
but to try and dig up any data which could discredit uh, supplements in any shape or form. And then they would put it together in press releases to make it seem as if it's a news item. And uh, that was a concerted program, a concerted program and it still you know, carries on. And just to make that point, uh, reinforce that point you just made, in that um, the, they have to, they try to emanate nature by way of a synthetic molecule but the body cannot recognize it as such because it's synthetic. So uh, whereas the pharmaceuticals, I think, have a, uh, a very good role to play for temporary uh, use for a specific uh, you know, condition or to relieve a particular symptom, but not as a long-term uh, um, health maintenance prevention point of view, I am on no medication at all. I refuse to. Uh, the uh, surgeon and the doctor, as I mentioned in part one, uh, you know, insisted that I went on a statin and I said no way in the world because I don't think you've done your research uh, and there's no need you know, for it and, uh, and so consequently uh, I do not take any medication because I've seen it all before people get on medication, they have side effects, the doctor then gives them something else to try to deal with the side effects and that creates other side effects and nobody knows what is going on in the body. When you've got several you know, pharmaceutical uh, products and with synthetic molecules you know, all interacting with each other, nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, so polypharmacy is certainly a problem. I think the saddest thing is very elder, elderly people in care homes, they're kind of a dumping ground for meds. And I think recently I saw a report that the people in kind of care homes or elderly care, they're on an average of something like nine medications, an average. So that's like from a few up to like around 15. But anyway, we won't go down a hole on that one. Uh, what was the last one now? Oh, yeah, one I wouldn't know as much about, but I was intrigued. Not much data on it, but it is very kind of local to New Zealand and the high UV environment there is purported to give it its antioxidant properties because obviously the black current in New Zealand needs enormous protection from the UV from cellular damage. So maybe we just finish off with that one with a local flavor. We deal with and have done for many years with a company in New Zealand called New Zealand Extracts. And they have a, a very unique extraction system where they, uh, we buy kiwi fruit from them, we buy grapeseed extract from them, and also you know, black currant as well. And what they are able to do is to, um, is to concentrate the polyphenols uh, in the, uh, uh, out of these particular you know, berries and extract and remove all the sugars and so forth. Now, the reason why we put it in there uh, is um, not so much based on hard scientific uh, data as the other ingredients have, uh, but rather on more a, um, an instinctive situation because we know what is in there and the evidence supporting its use for cardiovascular use uh, is building, but it's still largely anecdotal. So it's one of those things that um, you know, there was um, some real potential upside by including it in and certainly no downside because worst case scenario if it didn't specifically give the benefits for cardiovascular health that we want it certainly you know, is beneficial from overall health 
our point of view. So that's why we uh, put it in there. Yeah, very good. More more of a punt, perhaps, but uh, it just when you mentioned that about benefits of different things, I'm always interested in synergies. Uh, the one plus one equals three kind of thing. And again, it can't be known yet because this formulation is kind of unique. Although many very knowledgeable people will be taking several of these things from independent sources, uh, you know, like taking K2 and, uh, and taking D3 and all, but uh, it'll be good. I think you have an intention uh, in the future to do, you know, a small level trial uh, on this uh, possibly. Yes, as a matter of fact, we are we're looking at some of the uh, options for that now. Uh, we released the product, um, I think it was, um, early, it was early last year. We haven't promoted it as such. This is probably the first time that you know, it's had any public exposure. It's mainly been made available to our existing uh, customer base. So we've only got a, a few thousand people using it uh, at the moment. Uh, but uh, we're getting some pretty positive uh, feedback, and uh, but we are looking at you know doing something which might involve uh, you know uh, using the pulse wave analysis as you know as part of the um, the data you know collection material. Great stuff! I like to hear it, Warren. And uh, anything else? Then I'll put all the links below to all these things. I think it's important to stress as well that yes, there's a formulation. Yes, there's a product. Um, but the reality is we give all the information. People can go and source all these components themselves as they see fit. Uh, but the other thing is side effects. So having gone through all the data extensively, I don't see any uh, shred of a side effect type scenario with any of these natural products. But have you had any reports from the few thousand people who've just recently been taking this? Anyone mention anything or? What I can say is we've had no reports of any negative side effects, but we have had a report of one side effect um, from some of our male customers. And, and to probably put that in perspective, I'll just mention about one of them who actually emailed me recently unsolicited and uh, said, you know, he'd been taking it for some months now. And what he had noticed was in fact, he had a long, he'd had a long-standing erectile dysfunction problem and it is now gone. <laughs> so uh, that's his side effect and uh, one or two others have mentioned it but you know, when you reflect on it, it, it makes sense because if in fact you're improving the uh, arterial flow uh, which is often uh, a part of the cause of any erectile dysfunction problems uh, then uh, it stand, stands to reason. So. Um, yes, there are side effects, um, particularly for men that we know of, uh, but they're certainly not negative ones. Mm, very good. Well, I'm, I'll hasten to stress I have no interest in that particular thing. I have no need of that, uh, but it's great to hear. <laughs> uh, funny enough, yeah, it, it does make sense, though, mechanistically, because my interview with Dr. Joseph Kraft, uh, God bless him, uh, the genius behind the insulin assay, he called that out in the interview. And one way he thought people could get interested in the two-hour insulin test and undiagnosed diabetes would be if the 40 or 50 million people taking the Viagra-type drugs worldwide realized that most of their problem was diabetic vascular damage. Uh, and then, of course, the nitric oxide and uh, release from the Viagra product has a short-term, sudden and dramatic effect on, on 
opening up those arteries. Uh, whereas here, what I th think we're talking about, looking at the PWA results, N equals two, I know, but looking at the results and all the science is a longer term palliative or not palliative, but prevention type support for the arteries. So it mightn't have the sudden effect of those powerful drugs, but long term, it would make sense that it would uh, enable more arterial health and uh, and better erections, I guess. Yes, indeed. And uh, that certainly seems to be what's happening. And uh, But of course, once again, uh, that particular problem, um, which is not a good problem, obviously, to have, but at least it doesn't kill you, uh, will not in the short term. And uh, uh, but it just does help demonstrate that obviously you know, blood is flowing uh, better, and uh, I think that's also indicated, obviously indicated through those other PWA results anyway. Yep, very good. And I covered those at the start with a graph, um, as I as is my wont. Um, any other uh, comments then? Or I think we've kind of covered the basics. People all wanted to know. Well, what did you do? What did you develop? What's in it? Uh, so I think we'll we'll. Uh, have sorted out the curiosity there and all the details below that's the key thing and three full interviews with the mds and phds if you want to really delve in and plenty of reading material as well for all those people concerned about their heart health want to improve their arterial health you know the diet the lifestyle and as we laid out in the book the 10 rules for uh, heart and general health all crucially important exercise sleep stress all those things but also for people who have any potential issue, uh, there are other ways as well. And oh, I remember what the other thing was. You're going to do a ride along offer potentially with magnesium, which we had talked about, crucial for heart health. It doesn't chemically really fit in with putting in the formulation, but you're going to have some kind of offer with a ride along of a really good magnesium uh, supplement to go with the product. Yes, I should mention something about that because uh, we normally do not do simple you know, products. Uh, most of our products are you know, quite complex, but magnesium is an important uh, you know, ingredient. And of course, um, uh, it is something which a lot of people are deficient in. So what we did was put together a, um, uh, a specific magnesium product with a little bit of potassium in it, but searched out what was the best form of magnesium. And uh, what we did was come across a, um, uh, an ingredient called Aquamin, which is actually a magnesium derived from seawater. So they take the seawater and uh, take the sodium out of it and end up with magnesium, plus <clears throat> a lot of the other trace elements as well, which have uh, various other benefits. So. Um, what I thought that um, you know, we would uh, do Ira, is that if any of you know, your you know, you know, viewers would like to um, uh, try the CX-8 you know, as an added benefit to them, you know, we'll give you a code which you can give um, you know, to your viewers and uh, you know, on your initial uh, bottle of the CX-8, you know, we'll give them a complimentary bottle of the uh, magnesium. But Take it separate from the uh, uh, from the CX8 because the magnesium can interact with the um, the MK7, and uh, so therefore, you know, the best time to take the magnesium is just uh, prior to going to 
the bed at night and of course you take the CXA during any time during the day. I normally take uh, you know, mine first thing in the, in, the, in the morning. Yep, very good. Okay, appreciate that now. And a lot of people have an interest in this. Heart is the biggest disease in the world, the silent killer. Um, so it'd be great to, to, to get that offer out there. And magnesium, yeah, I think because it has somewhat of a laxative effect, I always tend to say to people after a large meal later in the evening, it can also help with sleep. That makes sense. Not on an empty stomach first thing in the morning uh, or the magnesium will tend to send you to the bathroom in short order. So very good, Warren. Delighted to chat again. And hopefully when this viral stuff that's gone a bit crazy lately is over, uh, I can get back to New Zealand. You can get back to Ireland. Yes, indeed. Looking forward to that. And uh uh hopefully all this nonsense will be over shortly and uh, unfortunately you know people are concerned about it you know not rightly so because if your immune system's in good shape it's not a problem and i certainly have no fear of it in fact you know i haven't had uh, you know the flu for well i can't remember the last certainly not in the last 20 years but anyway been good to chat to you again, Ivor, and uh, if there's anything further I can do, then uh, just let me know and we'll talk again. Great stuff, Warren. Talk soon. Cheers, man. Okay. Have a great one. Bye for now. Hey, all. Hope you enjoyed that discussion with Warren on his journey and the formulation he developed, which I also had a part in, I'm glad to say. So I was over in New Zealand at his manufacturing plant. I have quite a lot of experience in these things. And I can assure you it's very tip-top quality and ultra-regulated. But anyway, Warren has extended an offer to me, which I can give out to everyone for those who are interested in following up. I hasten to add that, of course, we'll have all the details in the description box below of all the components, and you can go and source your own, absolutely. Uh, though it will probably be several times as expensive just by the nature of these things. So Ivor CX-8 is the code to use and for that you'll get 10% off and for new customers you'll also get a free bottle of magnesium. Now existing customers will still get the 10% off but the magnesium because of system limitations being worked through can't really be included. So anyway that code can be used Ivor CX8 it gives me a little bit of support to continue to allow me to do the work I'm doing and also, of course, gives the 10% discount to you. So please do look below in the description box, though, and see all the interviews on all the different components and white papers, etc. And as always, do your own research and trust your own ability to decide what's best for your health. So thank you very much and great if you can pass this on so that anyone who is interested can avail of the offer and keep everything moving along towards better health. I'll just add one more thing that delivery at the moment, Warren does offer for $6.50, especially to America, a special courier DHL delivery. And that's because in the current scenario, where it normally takes around a week and a half to go to the US, it can be up to three or four weeks now because of the current situation. So he subsidizes the courier delivery and keeps it down at a low price of $6.50.